Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. This is your host, Ann Mullins. And as always, I'm super happy that you are here. So today, um, here it is, you know, towards the end, gosh, it's the end of March, 2022 already. This year is already flying by. And I have just kicked off my 12 week live program for some women that are ready to make some change. And I know that many of you listening were really contemplating starting. And if you didn't get started, uh, don't worry because there'll be other opportunities, but Hopefully you're listening to this podcast, getting ideas and getting inspired to make your change soon as well. So anyway, today, part of the process that I use or part of the, um, like, I guess, plan that I use is something that I like to call structured flexibility. So in all of my plans and all of my coaching, and actually throughout the years, I've been teaching this, but I didn't even really know that it had a term or a name to it. And then I was reading um, another book by Jade Tita, who I adore, and I've learned a ton from my certifications in metabolism. I'm getting ready to uh, finish a thyroid certification. So if you're somebody with a thyroid issue and you're having a hard time with nutrition and losing weight, then I'm going to be able to help you as well really soon. I'm really excited about that. But anyway, Jade has always used the term structured flexibility. And recently I was like working on something and I, I was like, ding, like I had this like light bulb moment where I was like, oh my gosh, like that's totally my whole life is structured flexibility. And so let's, you know, what, what does it even mean? really. Okay. So structured flexibility is basically, um, having a plan and a process, but staying flexible, right? Staying flexible in order to reallocate your resources, your timeline, um, you know, your options are food, your goals, all kinds of things are flexible. It's like you have guidelines, you have somewhat of a plan and process, and you have checks and balances, but you are flexible in your approach. You're flexible. You're not so rigid. You're not so harsh. Um, You're not stuck, you know, to a certain way. And I love that. I love it. I love it for nutrition. I love it for exercise. I really, I love it for getting my work done. I love it for so many things. So today let's kind of break it down and how it can help you with your eating and with your exercise. And it's at the end of the day, it's really a mindset. Okay. Everything comes down to how you think about it. Like what is your mindset around this particular action or thing? So when you use structured flexibility, you 
are being flexible in your mind. You're being more gentle with yourself, but you're still somewhat staying in the guidelines. Okay. So how can you use structured flexibility with meal planning? Well, I'll tell you, I do it every week. So here's the plan. Every Sunday, if you're in my Facebook group, you know this because I talk about it. But every Sunday I get up, I do my morning routine, whatever. And then I hang out with my coffee and I print, well, I print off my blank menu template. And then I sit down and I fill out, you know, what's happening this week? Like what night do I teach classes? What night do I have clients? What night is date night? What night, you know, what's going on? Like, or what days will I be busy at lunchtime? When, you know, I fill in kind of like the big things that are happening on the calendar. Because if you are aware of what's coming, then you can plan around it, right? So so the first rule of meal planning is to figure out your schedule. So you don't want to plan a meal that's going to take two hours to prepare on a Tuesday night when you have clients in, or a class or Bible study or whatever you do, you don't want to plan like something that isn't realistic for that evening. So it matters. It matters what you have going on in your schedule so you can plan around it. So that's what I do is I go, I I plot out what's happening for the week. And then I start jotting down what I think I'm going to want to eat in the week. And here's where the structured flexibility comes in. So I do start with a particular menu. You know, like maybe, maybe Monday night is grilled chicken and vegetables over um, rice with a side salad, just as an example. And then Tuesday night's tacos because it's Tuesday night and it sounds good to have tacos on Tuesday. And then Wednesday might be, you know, spaghetti and Thursday might be um, sandwiches. I'm just throwing out ideas. They're not obviously exactly the things I eat, but But here's where the flexibility comes in. Let's say that it's Monday evening and you have on the schedule grilled chicken and grilled vegetables with a salad. Okay. But let's say that it's raining outside and you don't want to stand in the rain to grill the chicken. So, or maybe the thought of grilled chicken and grilled vegetables makes you want to vomit because we all know that sometimes what you have on the schedule or the menu doesn't sound good. And And instead of forcing yourself to eat it because it's on the menu, which would be a rigid rule, then you say, what else can I do with this chicken? What else can I do with the vegetables? Well, maybe instead of grilling it, we're going to throw it in the Instant Pot and then shred it up with a little barbecue sauce and put it over a sweet potato, you know, and then have the side salad on the side. So it's okay. It's you're still following the general idea of vegetables and chicken but you're flexible in the actual um, way you, you know, finish out the meal. So you can do that with a whole week. So one of my biggest tips when it comes to meal planning and using this idea of structured flexibility is just preparing your general idea of things that you want to eat, but having ahead of time things like cooked chicken ready or cooked ground beef or ground turkey or already sliced up vegetables or already have a big pot not a pot, but whatever, a bowl or storage container, whatever, of cooked rice or beans, or maybe you cook up a bunch of potatoes early in the week, whatever, so that you can take the idea of your menu 
and apply it when it sounds good, but when it doesn't sound good or something pops up, instead of just throwing in the towel and going to McDonald's or ordering a pizza, you have the ingredients and you can just tweak it to fit whatever you feel like making. Okay, so it's structured flexibility. You have the plan and the structure there, but you have the flexibility to tweak and adjust as needed. So that is my favorite way to use this, okay? The other thing is with workouts, you know, you might have a general idea for the week of what you wanna do. Maybe you love going to the gym and going to classes. So let's say you love going to cycle on Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays at 8.30 a.m. or 5.30 p.m. with your favorite instructor. <laughs> that would be me. But if you don't go to my class, then that's fine too. Maybe it's a different instructor. Maybe it's a different gym. Maybe it's a different workout. But let's say that that is your, your plan for the week is to hit those three classes and then do some weights on Mondays and Wednesdays and Fridays, just as an example. But what happens if the class gets canceled or what if um, your meeting goes over and you can't make it to the class? What happens then, right? Instead of in your mind being like, well, everything's messed up now because I couldn't go to that class. Um, instead of just throwing again, throwing in the towel and not doing anything, what you say is, well, what can I do instead? I know that Tuesday is my day to do a cycle class, which is we, I know is cardio and it works my legs and my lungs. And if I can't go, then what can I do instead? Well, what are your other options, right? Be flexible. What are your other options? Going for a walk, maybe doing a HIIT workout on your own, or maybe still going to the gym and jumping on a bike, just not as part of the class. Like you go at a different time of day or try something new, go to a different kind of class. So again, it's being flexible. Yeah, maybe Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, your cardio days, but if you can't make it to your cardio class, then what can you do on your own to make some cardio? And by the way, I mean, if and of course I love when people come to my class, but if they can't, or if they need a change, like that's great. Sometimes just having a different option can really um, shake up your your system, shake up your schedule and give you a new look on exercise. And then, then sometimes it's fun to go back to the thing that you were used to doing. So being flexible in your structure of your workout schedule. Okay. So why? I mean, why do we want to have flexibility? Well, I mean, we want to because so many people have spent so much time and energy and frankly, just years of being so hard on themselves, being so rigid, being so, you know, rule followers and following the plan. But what happens is when people get knocked off of their plan and their structure, they lose their mind. <laughs> okay. People can lose their mind when they don't know exactly what they're supposed to do. So I, for many years, would run um, six-week programs where, and I literally just did it last year, like not too long ago. Um, and I, by the way, I'm not doing it anymore. And this is why, because I would hand them or they would sign up for the program and they would get six weeks of done for you menus. And doesn't that sound amazing? Like having someone else do your menu, give you a grocery list, give you the recipes and you just follow along. And a lot of people do really well on that you know, they love having the like structure, but what would happen is 
I mean, it was, I mean, all the time I would get emails or calls or texts being like, oh my gosh, Ram, my, I can't, I can't have, you know, whatever the salad or the whatever for lunch today because my boss is taking me to lunch. I don't know what to do. It's going to mess up the whole thing. I'll just start next week. And I'm like, what? (laughs) One meal is going to make you stop the whole week and have to restart next week. Like I just started feeling so frustrated not with the people, but with the system, with the plan, with the people feeling like they had to be a whole percent, you know, hundred percent on or totally off. And I just, I don't love that. Like, I, I don't think that's necessary. I think that we have to have flexibility. Otherwise it's not a lifestyle. It's just this diet plan or just, a, you know, it's not realistic is what I'm trying to say. So that's when I started being like, it's all right. Like as long as you, you know, have some kind of vegetable and some kind of chicken, it doesn't matter if you're out at lunch, you can find that. You can find a protein at any restaurant, any restaurant. You can find a vegetable at any restaurant, even if it's iceberg lettuce, who cares? It's a vegetable, right? And maybe you can find something like a potato that's not fried. Maybe, probably, maybe not, depending on where you're going. But my point is, you don't have to be so rigid. You don't have to be 100% on point all the time to do well. You can do really, really well by having some wiggle room, by following the process and the plan with a little bit of flexibility in there. Okay. So, so I was saying about the six week programs, you know, what I found was at the end of the six weeks, people were like, well, now what do I do? And I'm like, well, the idea was for you to, to understand how the menus worked. Like, look at the structure of the menu. You know, like most of the meals have protein. Most of the meals have vegetables. Some of them have starchy carbs. Some of them don't. Some of them like follow the plan. Like, and, and by the way, I was trying to give education about why the plan was like that along the way, but People want to be perfect. They think they have to be perfect all the time. So they would get these menus and be like, if I'm not 100% following this menu, it's not going to work and I'm going to quit. And I just started feeling so much guilt around that. I'm like that to me, when I first started doing those kinds of programs, I loved it because I had the studio back in the day and people were rocking their workouts, but they just weren't doing so awesome with their food. So I started doing these kind of programs to help them look at food a little bit differently, to start, you know, paying more attention to their food and not just expecting results from just exercise. And then we would talk about how they work together. And it was amazing the results people were getting. I loved it. I loved it. But what happened is people started um, becoming reliant on my six-week programs. And it wasn't their fault. It wasn't their fault. It was actually my fault because... I made them feel like they had to be on that plan. That wasn't my intention at all. My intention was to help them just really pay attention to their food and start seeing how it worked and then keep the system going, meaning keep the recipes that they liked, keep the idea of four meals a day, keep the idea of including protein, keep the idea of, you know, not having as many sugary carbs and filling up more on 
better carbs and having healthier fats versus, you know, junk food fats. So, and not drinking so much sweet tea and having more water, things like that. Like I was hoping that that would just like rub off on them, but really all it did was they felt like they could only do well if they were on the six week program. And so I kept doing them because then I felt responsible and obligated to keep these people going. And this has been a really fun um, learning experience over the years, fun and not fun at the same time. But now that I'm so much more mature and wiser, <laughs> I can look back on all of these, all these experiences and these programs and the things that I've done right and the things I've done wrong as a coach. And I've been able to tweak it and fix it, I think. But you know, in 10 years from now, am I going to look back and be like, wow, I could have done that better. Well, yeah, because we do that at every phase of our life. Anyway, I 100% believe that in order to see results with your body, in order to make changes, you have to have some kind of awareness and you have to have some kind of structure and you have to have some something to follow because otherwise we will just be, you know, flandering around, not knowing what to do. And then you won't know what works and what doesn't work. So when you have a plan to follow, a program to follow, something that is guiding you, you can see what's working and what's not working so that you can take that information and tweak it. So this morning, I actually was on a call with a client who has done, as she said, 700 different meal plans. And she literally was giving me information about each one and what she loved about each of the different plants, which ones worked, which ones didn't, what she liked about this one, what she liked about this one. And I loved it because I'm sitting here listening to her tell me all the things that worked and all the things that didn't work. And so I said to her, I'm like, well, here's the really cool thing is like, you know, it works. So what we want to do is take those things that work and put them together. And then we're going to work together to figure out is it really working? And if it is, then you're going to keep going. And I'm going to encourage you to keep going. If it's not working for you, or if it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel good, then we're going to get rid of it. We're just going to be like, this didn't work right now at this point in your life. Because that's something else you need to know. Different phases of life, different cycles and seasons of our life require different structures, different activities, different meals, different mindset, you know, different schedules, because we are not meant to be like in one space all the time. You know, we were, we're aging and things change and that's okay, but you can't expect a diet plan that you were super rigid with uh, 10, 15 years ago to work. Now there might be parts of it that still work, but you really have to be more flexible in your thinking more flexible with your, your patience and really pay attention to what's working. So I hope that you like the idea of this structured flexibility. Find a general plan or process or structure that and guidelines that you want to follow, but then just take yourself off the hook and be like, listen, if I don't do this 100%, it's okay because I'm doing something. Something is better than nothing, okay? You have to try. And here's the other thing, you have to try. I mean, if you're not even trying, then you definitely won't know it works. And if you're trying too hard, then you're most likely going to 
fall off of the plan. So having this like little grace with yourself and just being like, all right, I'm going to do the best I can today. I'm going to take this one day at a time and see what progress I can get. And if something's working, then I'm going to make a note in my head that I'm going to keep doing that thing because it's making me feel good. Okay. Or maybe you're starting to see the scale drop, or maybe you're starting to feel your waist get smaller, or maybe you're starting to see some muscle tone in the arms and the legs. Something you're doing is right. Now, if you're feeling total crap, like you have no energy, you're craving sugar all the time, you feel flabbier or bigger or way more. And by the way, weighing more isn't always a bad thing. Okay. I'm thinking like if you feel bad and you're feeling flabbier or your pants are getting tighter, but like in the waist and not in the legs, if your pants get big or small in the legs, that's maybe some muscle. But anyway, if you're starting to feel like you're going in the opposite direction of what you want, then it's time to just stop and look at what you're doing. Be aware and be super honest with yourself. Too many people really like lie to themselves. They're like, I know I'm eating perfect. I am. I'm eating perfectly. I'm exercising all the time. This plan isn't working. Okay. Well then either you're not doing the plan right, or you need to change it. And that's fine, but be honest, be real and don't lie to yourself. Okay. And don't lie to your coach because that does nobody any good. (laughs) Okay. You're just setting up the coach to fail for you or yourself for failure. So be super honest, be flexible follow some guidelines and try to have some fun because you know, what's really fun is experimenting, experiment with food, experiment with workouts, do something different, try a new meal, try a new workout. Um, you know, it's fun sometimes to try on new clothes, right? So it's kind of the same thing. Like just try out some stuff like, and, and just try it because if you don't try it, you won't know if it works or not. The worst case scenario, you can always go back to what you were doing before. Okay. So I got a little bit off tangent or off, you know, task today, but I was being very flexible with my structure of my podcast today, (laughs) right? I came in, I just wanted to explain this concept to you and, you know, just, and by the way, companies do this too. They do it with their hours and I do it kind of with my hours of my, with my business. It's like, I know that I have things that I need to get done and that I have some deadlines. It doesn't matter if I do it at 10 PM at night or 8 AM in the morning or noon, as long as it's done by the time it needs to be done. And I'm sure you all do that with a lot of things. Well, that is using a structured flexibility concept. Okay. So, okay. That's all I have for you today. And I hope that you guys are having a great week. The spring is here. And I want to hear from you. Like, what else do you need me to talk about? What are you curious about? Is it more exercise related or is it more mindset related? Or do you want more information on nutrition? Um, Or, you know, or is it something like, do you want to get into things like organization and how that can help you with your mindset, which can help you with your body goals? Or maybe you want to hear from some of my my colleagues, some of my coworkers and people that um, are also coaches. So let me know. You can send me an email at rayannmullins at gmail.com. Let me know if you're enjoying the podcast, what you'd like to hear more of. And, um, and let me know too, how do you feel about the concept of structured flexibility? All right, you guys have a great rest of your day and I'll catch you next week. 
Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.